Welcome to the Madness. Yes, thank you, Michael Caine. We are the Mouths of Madness Horror Movie Podcast. Your new favorite podcast for horror movie reviews. We are coming to you live tonight from the Dungeon of Doom. My name is Kevin. I'm joined tonight with some of the other members of Madness. First, we have Dan. What's going on? Not much, Kevin. How you doing tonight? I'm good. You ready to uh, talk about some good horror movies or bad horror movies? <laughs> and everything in between. Yeah. Yeah, right. Next, we have Bear Claw, the mayor of Halloween Town. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Excited. Uh, like like we like we mentioned, a little Halloween doubt. Thirteen films has been uh, has been an odyssey. I'm a little bit newer to the franchise. Everybody else is, uh, you know, I, I didn't have the luxury of looking through a lot of these with nostalgia colored glasses. But uh, thirteen films, and we're here. I'm pretty excited. Dang, you saw him burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot of Halloween. There's. There's some very difficult films here. <laughs> <laughs> or do you mean fun films? Yeah, I mean, amazing. <laughs> well, you gave a little foreshadowing into our episode, but that's okay. That's good. You got a little tease for people. And lastly, we have the youngest member of Madness, my son, Logan. Logan, say hello to the people. Hello, everyone. Obviously, I'm not as uh, nostalgic as these two old-timers, but uh, I think... Uh, I would like to say that I am a fan of this franchise, and I'm going to really enjoy spending time and talking about this as we continue on here. Wow. All right. Well, that was a good introduction from everybody. Um, There are a lot of good horror movie podcasts out there, but what separates us from the other ones is we're going to give you an older versus younger perspective. Myself... Dan and Bearclaw, we are in our later 30s. On the horizon is uh, 40. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to give staring you... Staring at me like Michael staring at uh, Glory there. Oh, yeah. That, uh, that was a good reference. That was a uh, <laughs> good callback. That was a uh, metaphor. <laughs> so, yeah, we have kind of the older, wiser, maybe, perspective on things versus my son, Logan, who is a senior in high school, and he's going to be giving us the younger, cooler, hipper version of oh. things. Don't say him. <laughs> well, no cap. You're ready there. for your hip, hip surgery at this point. Oh, man. Coming with the haymakers. Well, normally, <clears throat> we're going to review some horror movies, give a few things we like, a few things we don't like. We also have a special segment called Hook, Line, or Stinker. And on this segment, we'll give you our favorite hook being our favorite kill of the movie. Our favorite line being the movie line or quote, and stinker being something that happens that's just terrible or funny or ridiculous that adds to the movie being great or maybe terrible. (laughs) And then finally, we're going to give you our ranking on these movies from our three-tier system of killer, where the movie's killer. It's awesome. It was great. We recommend this movie survivor which is kind of the mid-tier it was okay maybe some rewatchability but nothing too great and then finally our victim where we were all the victim in watching this movie that is probably one of those things where we won't recommend that movie to our audience so as the fellow members of madness teased we have a special episode tonight 
because we're going to start things off with a bang. We are going to give you our full Halloween series ranking. There's 13 movies. We are going to give you our 13 from the original eight, the Rob Zombie duet, and the new trilogy from David Gordon Green, the final three there. So we're going to go from 13 all the way down to one being our favorite. <laughs> so it's going to be as, a long, yeah, as some of you have a noticed. A long road in Haddonfield. <laughs> we are a little burnt out from it, but I think this will be an exciting episode. I'm kind of excited to see where everyone lands with their rankings because we have not discussed our rankings with each other, right, guys? That's right. That's, That's right. right. Yeah, so this is going to be a little bit of a shocker. So, without any further ado, grab a beer, pull up a chair, hold on tight to your straitjacket, and let's dive into the madness. I'm going to get things started with my number 13. This is my least favorite. It is Halloween Resurrection. Halloween Resurrection as your least favorite? Yes, sir. I, I don't think this is a surprise, is it's it? It's not really a surprise, but there's, like, worse movies. But, like, I think, wow. it's, yeah. I think it's bad. I think I think it's still a bad movie, so I, I agree with Why that. Why is it your number 13, Kevin? Well, I think, for me, it was the first movie I went to for Halloween in the theater. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I tried my best to defend it when I saw it. Like, oh, this isn't as bad. But... I mean, there's there's so many bad scenes. I mean, first off, killing Laurie Strode in the first 10 minutes of the movie is like one of my least favorite parts in all of the series. And this this whole that whole film, the one thing that I think about it is it's almost like a cartoon of the Halloween Halloween series. It's kind of like there's like wacky stuff. It's a vehicle for Freddie Harris's, a.k.a. Buster Rhymes (laughs) ability to show off his kung fu acumen. It's like MTV's version of Hall. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like real world gone sideways. And then, you know, it has this weird commentary, social commentary about like getting famous. And, you know, Sarah saying, I don't want to be famous. And, you know, well, being famous is the American dream. So let's put a bunch of kids in a house with cameras and webcasts and fake murders or something like that. That was kind of their plan. Wow, you got like the deep, the deep seated view. We of definitely it. did not pay attention to that movie. For me, um, like originally through my uh, previous rankings, I would say like that one for me was also like bottom tier. But I actually had the most fun watching this one out of all the thirteen because <laughs> I went into it knowing it was awful. And I treated it like it was a B horror movie, kind of like what Bear Claw is saying. But like in it in itself, it is it's a time capsule of a movie just to watch. It, it is really, that. That's what I I got most out of it. Like it bastardized the entire lore of Halloween. But like if you go into it like not taking it seriously, it's it's a fun watch. And that's why for me, I couldn't put it. I couldn't yeah. put it at 13. Wow. It does have some fun to it. So, yeah, I, I couldn't put it at 13 It's entertaining. Either. It's a popcorn well, movie. Well, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It does have Buster Rhymes entertainment. It, my favorite part of it, I must say, is how they did incorporate the technology at the time, <laughs> you know, with the horror movie where they had um, 
what was his name uh, on the BlackBerry there at the party? What was that kid's name? Oh yeah, that guy, and like Sarah had the BlackBerry, like a Palm Pilot that yeah, he was getting right, right. messages from on the <laughs> webcast from a guy named Deckard, which Deckard, is probably like yes, from Deckard, Blade yeah, Runner, yeah. which would of course be what some uh, you know nerd would come up as his screen name is <laughs> uh, Deckard. But like, yeah, it wasn't his actual name? No, it was like his his. Uh, it was his. Uh, Alias. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it was like screen name. Why would he pick that? But that that was my Blade Runner. Deckard. That that was my like the best part and like the scariest part for me was because like when she when Sarah was in the house like and she was staring into her camera on her and she was like, "Where is he?" Communicating with Deckard and he would send in like the message, you know, and read out like. He's upstairs. But he didn't even really help her that. Like, a little bit he no, helps her, but, but... it was scary in the sense of, like, where is he? And then, like, you're watching as it comes across on the Palm Pilot, like, you know, he's scary. in the other room. Go now, you know? And, it was scary with some of the acting in this. Dude. It was, <laughs> there were some people who were reading lines from screens. I mean, it was... Uh, but, but like I said, the one thing, the, the cartoon thing cuts both ways, because it could be a bad thing, but it also, it was a fun movie. Like, that's kind of where, I, that's what puts it up, because there are several, there's a couple movies on this list that, it, I mean, it was fun, and it was at least coherent. Like, right. it wasn't, is it, is it, it's not a good representation of the Halloween franchise, but I mean, it, it at least had some fun elements to it, so, so that's what protected it from 13 for me. See, I think, though, for me, like, as a Halloween fan... Like, that's the thing, is they kind of ruin the lore. You know, you have scenes in the basement where they're making, like, uh, his, like, sleeping quarters and him eating. Like, it was just too much. His parents basically being abusers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was just too much for me. Like, you know, and again, you know, the, the, the Laurie Strode character that survived all these years of movies killed off in the first 10 minutes. Undirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And after such a great, you know, and, and, and really hurting, staining the legacy of H2O by being the movie right after right. that and, like, coming up with this, like, oh, no, it wasn't Michael she chopped the head off of. It was this police officer. Like, <laughs> it was so convoluted and so, like, cartoonish. It was the only way I could think of it. It was like a Bugs Bunny switch, you know? Right. Like, and, <laughs> and for me, and for me, like, that they should have ended with H2O. That should have been it. And then they could have rebooted the franchise yeah so i kind of look at halloween resurrection like kind of like the bastard like of the franchise like it doesn't need to be there like it doesn't belong yeah i would say that i think that's (laughs) i think that's right so i mean my final ranking for me i'm gonna say victim on this movie it just i can't recommend this i like i i agree with you guys are saying there's some fun you know parts especially buster rhymes but for me, I can't even really watch this. It has very low rewatchability. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. It is definitely a, it, it it's 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 a pretender. It's yeah. it's not a it's not a good movie. Well, that was my number thirteen. Dan, what's your number thirteen? So speaking of bastards and things that don't belong, Uh-oh. my number thirteen oh, no. is Halloween three. Oh, um, I actually never saw this movie because it didn't have Michael Myers in it. I refused for the longest time to watch it. Um, having having now watched it and seen it, um, it doesn't change where I have it. It is still at the bottom. Um, you know, 
the protagonist. You know, he's just he's just trying to smash Daniel Daniel death. Chalice. <laughs> he's just he's just trying to smash his patient his dead patient's daughter and is inconvenienced <laughs> by all of it. Tom Atkins, man, he's a he played a great role. <laughs> I think I think it's just it's it's now here's my thing. If if it wasn't a Halloween movie, you know, like in the Halloween franchise, would you go back and watch it? That is a good question. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd say it stands on its own as a movie. I think I like it on its own as a movie. Yeah. Like not as a Halloween movie, but as an actual movie. I was entertained, but I was kind of thrown away that they didn't have Michael Myers. Everything about it made me angry. Really? Wow. See, I can't, I can't hate it that hard. And you know what? It, it, it's, it, it's, it's a weird entry, no doubt. And I mean, it was because they wanted to do like the anthology thing. There's that thing with Deborah, Deborah Hill and John Carpenter. And they want to do it as an anthology. But like, I can't hate on it that hard because say what you will about it. But it tells a cohesive story. There's a beginning, middle and end. You might not like the protagonist. He's not particularly <laughs> charming. And some doctor who decides to take a couple of weeks off just to go investigate something on a whim and, you know, leaves his children tells and his uh, tells his ex-wife to take care of the kids and I'm off. I mean, not, not you know, not a great character, uh, but, uh, but you know, he goes off to solve a mystery and, you know, uh, Connell Cochran is trying to turn kids' heads into snakes and, you know, that's why he's doing that is, you know, kind of a mystery in every no, way. No, not really. The, the, whole, the whole premise is fuck them kids. <laughs> well, the whole, pre- the whole premise is, is like, let's one. put... <laughs> Let's put secret uh, Stonehenge into kids' masks and then laser well, them. Like how? How are how did they get Stonehenge? Stonehenge? Uh, like androids. Dan, I think sometimes um, sometimes technology is just science we don't understand. You know, so before you, I go... don't blame the actor for self-immolating himself. Um, I think that's a nice touch that they added it into the actual film. But I, I do believe that actor actually burnt himself alive in that in that scene there, and. Uh, it's not all bad. I will say the the uh, the lady taking uh, the uh, Bifrost bridge to the face. <laughs> <laughs> that laser face. That was one of the ones. That's Those are some good I, effects. I had I that. Thought. That was genuinely scary, and yeah. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see a laser coming out of the back of the mask. <laughs> yeah. So from a thrilling point of view, you know. It was good. Yeah, and then the kids turned into snakes. You know, that was snakes and things. I don't understand. Also, why he just didn't when when he made his call to the children. Like, why didn't he just tell them to take the? <laughs> why didn't he mask take the mask off? off? He told them not to watch TV, but he didn't tell them not to take their mask off. Come on, you know that that shoots a laser. Listen, this doctor was under a lot of pressure, man. He it doesn't a, seem like he, he had was. to smash the girl. He had the ex-wife. He had to stay. And, he had to know. keep himself in beer. <laughs> One of the lines I have quoted for him, it's getting late. I could use a drink. Like, that kind of summarizes the uh, that's, <laughs> Daniel Chalice's character. That's in Dr. My mind. Chalice in a Dr. Chalice. I refer to him as Dr. Fallon. It's Dr. <laughs> Dr. Miller. Good. Miller time. Dang. Um, I mean, the other thing that bothers me is at the end, like, you come to find out that the uh, love interest, the, the whole reason why, like, he's a part of this entire movie ends up being an android who tries to kill him. I think that's the dumbest move by the villain's part. You should have just had the android be like, hey, do you want to go crawl into a bottle and smash? <laughs> been, a, been like, okay. Connell Cochran had plans, but the ends of those plans, you know, I don't know if he was, he was so clear on how they were all going to 
going to work out in the end. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just it's got it's got Halloween playing in the background. It's like it does kind of connect back to the original, especially that Sam Haim, which is a, a sore point that's going to come up many times. But it goes back to the original Halloween 78 novel. Yeah. That's when Sam Haim kind of first poked its head and it kind of goes back to that theme. But yeah, it's not. It's it's totally out of the franchise, but it still is like coherent, which yeah. is which is why it doesn't hit dead last for me. Well, were right. you entertained by the movie at all? Mm, like a little bit. Like I said, like it's just there's a lot. There's a lot. Where would you rank it though? It, it's number thirteen. Number 13. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like as far as like victim. Oh, it's a victim. The victim. Yeah, yeah. victim. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, now on to Bear Claw. What's your number 13? Oh, good old number 13. Oh, last oh, one. Oh, God. <laughs> the last one is going to be Halloween 6. For me, it's number 13. Oh, and it is, it is a tear victim. In my eye. Halloween 6 is an incoherent piece of, <laughs> of media that exists and a, and a collection of sounds and things put together. But again, Season of the Witch beats it out just because uh, it, it, it tells a coherent story. Halloween 6, there, there's all kinds of things going on and none of them are either like entertaining. There's that whole Cult of the Thorn thing, which is very confusing. And I guess there's two different cuts of this movie. I only saw the producer's cut, but the theatrical cut, they tried to cut out as much as that. This movie was like so heavily edited and you know if you read that book uh taking shape which is a really uh fantastic book it talks about all the production problems that happened and right. and also th this is also an example of kind of something crawling up its own uh its own backside so to speak because i think that there was a lot of different ideas that went into this movie i think the original ideas from that original writer what was it daniel Farad Farrens or Farrens, yeah. yeah he had like a lot of good stuff but even his version of it when he talks about his original scripts in that book taking shape still kind of doesn't sound that great because right. they had a lot of cleanup to do after five and there was so much interference in this movie and i wasn't even entertained by it you know tommy doyle is supposed to be the the hero in it and he seems like a, a very sketchy individual in throughout <laughs> the entire movie sketchy, yeah. and that's played by like one of the sweetest like paul rudd <laughs> like one of the nicest actors that's around his first role though oh okay well so, like that was before he got into that I think role. he plays the role right, though. I mean, he is a creepy... <laughs> he is he's kind of a sketchy... But he's, guy. like, even creepier, but they talk about how there's other versions of it where he was, like, a, a radio host, and that makes more sense than just... It just drops us in, and the movie just constantly drops you into things and expects you to try and pick up, and, and then, you know, the shock jock makes more sense there, but uh, Halloween 6, to me, is just kind of a mess. They, they, they were trying to close off things, and they didn't, and it killed the franchise for, wait, how many years? Years. Uh, let me see here. So Halloween six was nineteen ninety five. So it kills off any Halloween for a solid three years. So that's true. And they decided to technically kind of reboot the yeah. franchise after this. Yep. You know, I see. I think they kind of gave it what they could. You know, after Halloween five to tie in everything. Yeah, I mean that was a monumental task, but yeah, there's just, just too much. I think it was like you know trying to piss downstream sort of deal. You know, yeah. upstream, not downstream. And, <laughs> and that one, easier. and that one. <laughs> 
And that one to me is a victim. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason. Like you're not going to gain any any Michael Myers knowledge to, uh, or anything helpful from that movie. So six is a uh, is a wow. victim for me. It doesn't even need to be watched. I'll have you know, I learned quite a bit about runes from that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Michael, informational. And here's the other. Here's the worst part about it. Is I think fundamentally one of the things that makes me most angry about that movie is Michael Myers can be controlled. What are you talking about when Michael Myers can be controlled? He's supposed to be like chaos incarnate, but if you put the certain right rune stones together, or if you're his like cult assigned like elder, you can control him. It's like that undermines the fundamentals of what I think of what Michael is supposed to be or Michael or the shape and, and whether or not you believe that's the same character. Um, but like, but like it undermines the whole, whole underpinning, the whole idea, like anything that inspires terror is then taken away and you get into this world of runes and rules and, and, you know, the dragon is, it becomes, you know, a, a paper tiger, so to speak. So, and I, and I think that's the biggest problem with this series in general is like when they start, going down, making more and more movies, it becomes more and more convoluted where, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to tell these stories because we have to keep making movies and making money. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the more and more movies you make, the more and more chaos it creates, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, I I can't agree with everything because it's one of my favorites. But <laughs> well, I'm I'm excited to hear your defense, and I'm excited to hear what the young gentleman next to me has to say about number thirteen because he's gonna he's kind of coming this at this from a very similar angle as me, where he doesn't he doesn't have the same you know he didn't this wasn't his first uh, you know or or. It is his first exposure to it, but he hasn't had like a long history. With well, this it. isn't my first rodeo, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. But you didn't grow up with these movies, so yeah. Well, maybe I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right, Logan. Maybe he is now. <laughs> I know. He's... Technically, I am growing up with it though, because you guys watched it around the same time as the Halloween movies were first coming out. Just around the same age as me. When did uh, Halloween Resurrection come out? Yeah, that's true. I think two thousand two. I believe. So yeah, you were the same right. age as me around yeah. that time. So really, you're you were growing up with it the same as me. So really, uh, that's a good point. I mean, streaming is big now. That's kind of a parallel to what webcasting used to be. That's true. You could have, I could imagine a streamer doing that on Twitch or something like that. And if streaming was around in 2000, oh uh, my god. Uh, it kind of was. There was like web videos and things. There was, but, but now it's not, not to the level of yeah. sophistication like, it is now. It was more or less the fad a la Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Logan, number 13, what do you have? What's your least favorite? Okay, well... Much like uh, Bear Claw, I have gone with a similar kind of movie, a one that makes no sense, no coherency in this kind of movie. I've gone for Halloween 5. Oh. Oh. So the reason I picked Halloween 5 is I have a very strong opinion about this movie because of how much time went into this movie and how little time went into this movie. Because they completely just nuked the entire plot of Halloween 4 where they set it up for uh, the little girl to be the next Michael Myers. And they completely nuked that and just made her tone deaf in this movie. Unable to speak, unable to do anything. And it just completely ruined it. Yeah, that is valid. I mean, they kind of went a different direction with Halloween 5. And they killed off the best character. They killed off the older sister. Oh, Rachel. They killed Mm -hmm. off Rachel. Rachel was the next Laurie Strode. right. 
She was the next Lori Strode. Rachel was boring and needed to die. I agree with the director on that. Oh, <laughs> no, because Hall- Halloween five. Listen, Halloween five is, is the most one of the most conflicted movies on this list for me, because I feel that there is some unforgivable things in that movie, many of which you mentioned. But then there's some really cool stuff in that movie. Okay, so where do you missing, put it? You're missing the biggest part of the movie. Where does Dr. Loomis play into this movie? Does Loomis bring it all in this movie, or does he bring nothing to the plot? I would say he has a happy medium in this movie. He tries to feed. This is like Loomis's break. This is like that. That's Halloween one of the four things was about Loomis's them. break. Halloween four was Loomis's break because they had no direction in Halloween four besides the fact that Loomis was a character from the original series. But this movie, they try to go into the whole depth that Michael Myers is kind of this overall like unknowing like unkillable thing and he's just like what's not even we didn't even talk about how the whole scene where he is floating in the river after being <laughs> kill, uh, killed yeah. air quotations and then he's just he kind of just does nothing well, for the movie really I know it's like you know in the fan circle of Halloween this is considered one of the worst movies because like you said of the vulnerabilities they show in Michael Myers in this movie like him floating down the river you know stumbling falling you know going into a I guess coma for a year and he's not old he's like in his 30s and so. also the crying scene too is like yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that's that's pretty unforgivable stuff but mm-hmm. Let me put this out there. Pitchfork. He kills a lot of people with pitchforks, and it's very entertaining. That barn scene was so boring. That barn scene was boring? That barn scene was totally boring because you were just waiting for Michael to kill somebody, and it's all these, like, suspenseful, like, ooh, is he there? Is he there? And it's just like... He wasn't there at all, and they just end up having sex. Yeah, but he was sex. behind them with a pitchfork. It was a cool kill, but it, it was a long kill. So the suspense, you thought, was a little too drawn It was out. slow, yeah. maneuvering was bad, and I think just overall, I wasn't entertained into it. I think this was a victim. Did you like Billy? Yeah, what about Billy? <laughs> you know Billy was supposed to be a BMXer? They should have oh, yeah, stuck yeah, with him being yeah, a BMXer. Wait, Billy was supposed to be a BMXer? Oh, yeah. That he was supposed to. a lot more sense yeah, than yeah. he was writing a That bike. book, Taking know. Shape, really, uh, I can't recommend that I gotta, enough. To I ever. gotta read that book. Yeah, cause cause he was supposed to be a BMXer. Like, there was a lot of things that were supposed to be, like, different that uh, in a lot of these movies that would have made a Billy lot was. more, more sense. I what Billy was. was a friend. He was just a friend. <laughs> He was friend zone that entire movie. So this is a victim for you. Yes. Unfortunately. All right. Well, number 12. I'm going with Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, parts of this movie I actually love, which is kind of weird that this is so far down on my list. But like the first half an hour of this movie is amazing. I really love the scenes where she's walking on the street alone right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. You see the signal flashing. It's foggy. It's spooky. It's Halloween. They bring her into the hospital. Dan, I know you hate this part where they uh, take her fingernails out. It's gruesome, the close-ups they get. But then, I mean, it just goes ball to the wall. And this is why I kind of don't like this movie because... It, it almost seemed like a bait and switch where I thought we were getting a balls to the wall Halloween in the hospital 
scene, you know, or actually movie. And all we got was really a scene. Yeah. A dream sequence. Yeah, right. Exactly. I feel like they played a prank on the audience because, you know, they knew the audience fondness to Halloween 2, 1981, with the hospital Halloween and kind of played on that. And and, and I, th- I thought, honestly, the rest of the movie kind of felt like a separate movie. <laughs> like it was it did a Rob kind Zombie of. dream, you know? It yeah. did kind of. But I liked, I really liked that movie. And I liked the white horse. And like. You I, like the white horse? I do like the white horse. Because like. What the hell is the point me, of the white horse? <laughs> it it, it kind of is the shape. And Dan and I were discussing this a little bit when we watched this. We watched this one together. And and like the, the white horse. I mean, and there is some. There is also some impressive gore in this movie. Now, Rob Zombie is way, way too much for me personally. But like, I have to admire his ability to inspire terror and just. Especially when it comes to the 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 threat of Michael Myers and like and to get that little bit of insight into like what's going on behind the mask a little bit with seeing that white horse and like his mom and like oh Michael you can be you know you could join with the like to me that kind of that is a little bit of a through line I liked that I, I hated that part that for me specifically <laughs> was the part that I disliked the most was just like the shape the driving force that is Michael Myers is Sherry Moon Zombie pretending to be a grim reaper, <laughs> and Michael is her pale mare. Is yeah, but it's like what you were talking about with that. control. Like everyone controls Michael. These movies are making him out to be like controlled by some unknowingly like force. It's well, you're, like you're right. Like I, it is kind of like trying to control or like add. To what drives him, I guess. Like, like to Michael Myers is Michael freaking Myers. He doesn't need a white horse or whatever. There is a great version on YouTube where they just completely cut out a lot of the things that are terrible in this movie and make it so much better. Yeah, you were telling me about that. So it's Whole edits on YouTube. Anyone who wants to version. find that, is, <laughs> it is literally, I think after I watched that, I was like, I like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I agree with you, Kev. Uh, the opening scene for that movie is like my favorite part. Um, yeah. The throwback to two. Right. Um, can't stand Grifter Loomis. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, that that God. was the worst thing about this movie is Grifter Loomis. That's a good way of putting it. I do like the uh, line, though. I believe he's talking to his agent when he's like, if I want your, your opinion, I'll... I'll beat it out of you or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Just... He's very focused. Not, I mean, focused is the way to say it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's very focused. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of, uh, you know, it's taking the beloved Loomis character and kind of turning it on its head. But, you know, I guess to your point, you know, Rob Zombie had a version of what he wanted and kind of changed things. So, you know, but for me, it's not my Halloween. So that's why I ended so low on my list. All right. Dan, number 12. My number 12, we previously just talked about it. Halloween 5, Michael Cries. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is that the tagline? That That's what I'm referring to it as, oh. Halloween 5, Michael Cries. Um, it's kind of a rhyme. It's really unforgivable that they made him cry. Um, I really have an issue with children outrunning cars. Um, <laughs> police. If they had the BMX bike, it would have been all different. <laughs> police with uh, their own... Circus clown theme music. Oh yeah! Uh, uh, shadowy figures, jailbreaks. 
psychic connections, cult tattoos, unhinged Loomis. Basically, the director wanted to do everything but make a Michael Myers Halloween movie. Yeah, he said his whole goal in that was to try and humanize Michael in one of the interviews they did. And that's that's not... Michael doesn't need to be humanized. <laughs> He's not human. And even according to Loomis, it's not human. Right. It's evil. But I would say my favorite scene out of that movie, and it's it's got to be in my top five, I think, out of the entire series, is that laundry shoot scene. Mm. Yeah. That, that scene is great. That was a great scene. I forgot all about yeah. that. I think, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she actually got hurt in that yes scene? she did i don't remember i think uh, like, she legitimately yeah, got hurt where she's stuck in the laundry chute and michael you know he comes from the basement trying to grab her and then all of a sudden he starts knifing into it right he yeah. actually cut yeah. her yeah that's what i read he yeah re he like cut her hand or something like i think or like a, i thought it was like her leg or something it like might have been that i remember like yeah i did see that that she legitimately got hurt so. that was a great scene though definitely yeah Terrible Myers house, terrible mask. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the Myers house. It's like it's a really nice house. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> every other movie, Michael's house is crap. And this house looks like it has been refurbished and like touched Several upon. Families live in it. Yeah, like literally, it looks like an industrial <laughs> house. Are you saying that they made it a multi-family <laughs> yes. house? They, somebody added a couple additions to it to try to bring the market value up. The property brothers came in and they're just like, we need to patch this up. So what's your final ranking on that? Oh, it's it's a victim. Yeah, I and actually I forgot to give mine on Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. It's a victim as well. So I think a lot of these are going to be victims. We might start getting into some of the the uh, survivor rankings I coming up. I think mostly all the ones under like... I would say eight are probably victims. I'd be fair. I don't. I don't think so. My list is very different. Wow. Well, Bearclaw, what, okay. what do you have? What That's is for number, number 12? twelve? Is Halloween three season of the witch? Wow. You know what? On its own, it's it's an entertaining movie. I enjoyed it. It's coherent. There's a beginning, middle, end. You understand what's going on. You might not like the protagonist, but he is the protagonist. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, I think of this as kind of like the precursor to uh, to like uh, RoboCop because Connell Cochran goes on to start OCP, and then it's the same actor who's the CEO in both of those movies. Wow! Uh, and <laughs> you know what's funny is when you you know what I was thinking. I was like, this is like they live. Also, I was like. This was like the rough draft to They Live, in a way, for me as well. Like, I don't know why I had, like, such a parallel Yeah, live. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much Carpenter was. Well, Carpenter was behind this one, I think, right? Because they were trying to do an anthology. But, yeah. like, yeah. the whole thing about, like, you know, why was, why was anything happening is a little bit of a question. I think this is still a survivor. Because I think it's still a decent horror movie from this time period. What is it? 1982? I would say if you put this against a lot of other 1982 horror movies, this would still be a pretty decent movie. And, and you know, it, it has its challenges and there are robots in it. But I didn't, I gotta be honest with you, I didn't see the robots coming. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> it's a bit of a swerve. Yeah, yeah it's right. a little swerve. It goes in some wild directions, but no wilder than I've seen in some other stuff. So I, I put that as a survivor, but I put it as number 12 for my. I Gotcha. I gotcha. No, that makes sense. We, you know, same question for you. You know, if this was a separate movie from Halloween, 
if it was just season of the witch, would you feel like, you know, this could be a better movie like this could. Yeah, I think there's things that could have been better about it. That's for sure. I mean, it's not the best movie overall, but it's still better than Halloween six. And even if you're just watching the parts (laughs) of the movie that just show the television screen of Halloween one, you're still got more better. You've still got a better movie in this movie than in Halloween six. Wow. <laughs> Inside here. All right, Logan. What is your number twelve? Well, I have to agree with Bear Claws number twelve. I've gone with Season of the Witch as well. Wow. So right. originally it wasn't number twelve. Originally okay. it wasn't number twelve. It has it has gone down though because of how good the other movies are compared to it. And because, as I said, it is not a Halloween movie. It is its own movie. It is an anthology movie. Mm -hmm. And I think, on its own, it is a good movie, but it is not a Halloween movie. My favorite Halloween movies are slasher movies. I gotcha. Slasher movies are the best kind of horror movies, in my opinion. And this really wasn't a slasher type of movie. This was just F them kids... Let's try to let's try to have them get completely just turned into snakes and then let's just have this whole monstrosity just unravel like a snowball effect. This movie right. was a snowball effect. It's important that we sacrifice the children and turn them into snakes. And I because of the planet alignment. Did you did you didn't hear that speech about that? If the planets align, then, you know, you got to sacrifice a large amount of children by turning them into snakes. I don't get why snakes. This is very basic stuff here, Logan. <laughs> I don't know what snakes. You didn't, you didn't know any of that? I don't know what snakes. Or, or you haven't done an in-depth search on Sam. I've never heard of Sam Hain before any of these, any well, of these I, movies. I, I believe it's pronounced Sam... It's pro- Sam, I'm probably Sam pronouncing Hon- it. Sam Hong? Everybody like in the movies pronounces it wrong, according to the book. Yeah, right. And I probably did just the exact same right. thing. You know what, though? Sam Hain just sounds better. It's fine. Let's yeah. call him that. Yeah. <laughs> Logan, what, what do you have for your final ranking on this? Uh, I would say because, like, I really liked Tom Atkins in this movie. Yeah. Fantastic role he played. And the mustache, too. The oh, mustache. Yeah. Hit the ending... Was so good. Yes, the ending was great. When he was just yelling at that person relentlessly, like, turn it off, turn it off. Like, I think. Stop it. Stop Stop it. And I think. I don't think it'd be a victim. Okay. I think it would be just on the tip of Survivor. Wow. So you and Bear Clock. Just made the cut. It just made the cut. Just made the cut. The Logan cut. Right on there. Logan cut. All right. What number are we on? 11, huh? 11. <laughs> I'm going Rob Zombie's Halloween 1. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the duet I have back-to-back on my list. You know, these movies for me are kind of just not my Halloween, I think, is really what it is. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. They're, this movie, I you know, I appreciate more just, you know, his attempt to kind of remake the first one. What do you do? You got to tell a kind of a different story. And I get that. He showed more of the childhood. But the redneck kind of hillbilly, you know, opening, you know, with all the the language just was really bad. In my opinion, it was really bad dialogue. You know, I think Rob Zombie writes his own dialogue. But mm-hmm. yeah, you can tell, you know, this was kind of the house of a thousand corpses. 
devil's reject. Mm. It's like his niche. Right. Right. It mm-hmm. is. You're right. It, it totally is. And that works for him. But for this, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I can't. It's like too brutal. It was like it was brutal, sadistic. You didn't want to watch. Like, I didn't yeah. want to watch it. I was getting grossed <laughs> it out. Too much. It was too much for me. But I will counter with was it not terrifying? I think, you know, that yeah, it was I think Michael Mark's Myers as that. I mean, in massive, it, he was yeah. a massive, right. unstoppable force. Right. And like six foot five. And I like how Zombie flirted with Mad, at least in the first one, flirted with magic a little bit more than, you know, going right for the, the fact that he's an unstoppable killing machine. There's a little bit of, you know, there's, there's a lot of, he gets a lot of wounds, but a lot of them are like, okay, well, he's a, you know, massive dude. Maybe he'd be, right. he you know, that, he is. Yeah. He is, you know, obviously something is not correct, but he could, you know, he could work his way maybe through that bullet shot to the shoulder versus in, you know, and he's not, but he is still kind of magic because he really shouldn't be able to do that. But I don't know. That's one of the things I like about this movie, but I don't know. It's also got some cool, like the trucker knife fight. I, when he, yeah, when he's getting yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I liked that. I liked that scene a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's some of it, you know, that again, like I thought was really good. I really liked the the scene that got me was when uh, her parents were watching her go off. Yes. And all of a sudden, he just jumps in there and yeah, fucking yeah. stabs the dad. Like, right oh my god! Like that got me. You know, really going. It's like, very kinetic. God. It's but but it's zero fun. There's no yes. like yeah. fun in. I'm not movie. like I felt like I kind of had to. I felt forced to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like somebody was tying me up against my will. Like they were tying me up, and they're like, "Watch this," and I'm like, "Oh!" Like they're tying my, they're like holding my eyes. And the like, little little girl and the and the mother in the bathroom scene when he needed another car. I really thought oh, that yeah, was yeah. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That was just one of those moments where, like, even though nothing happened, but I mean, you know, say what you will about the Rob Zombie films, but they were terrifying. You're right. You're right. I think, you know, the other thing, too, like, I just thought, like, the characters, like, you know, the girls, you know, even the Laurie Strode character in his movies was not this. Yeah, she know, wasn't really she, great. Right. Or, yeah. I think she was serviceable, but it's it's so hard to uh, hold a candle to Jamie Lee. Grace. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is, like, you're remaking one of the most classic films of all time. Like, where do you go? What do you do? You're kind of handcuffed. And I get that idea. You know, so for me, this fell a little bit higher on my list because, you know, I think it was kind of a good effort at times but overall again it's just not my halloween movie mm-hmm. so for me and and i and my rankings i'll be disagreeing with you uh, a little <laughs> bit on that but later but uh back and forth here but i i agree with bear claw here that uh you know i think this is the most intimidating uh michael myers out of the entire franchise series and i think It is truly a definitive horror movie in that respect because, I mean, I feel like a real horror movie, when it's doing its job, it is doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I I see what you're saying. For me, my counterpoint is, you know, my Michael Myers, he's more of a, like, regular height. Not, you know, again, he, even in the 78 one, he's a little bit bigger, like, you know, probably five, ten, six foot, something like that. Yeah. Right. But he's, you know, 
he's kind of just a normal size person, you know, and this feels a little bit more like a monster movie, yes. which mm. like, okay, I, I'm into that idea. I get that idea, but like, then you're taking this to a different universe, you know, and not a Halloween universe. Yeah. And that's, that's <clears throat> the one thing uh, I do agree with you on. And it's, it's, I, I can appreciate what you're saying in that. I think that, the classic Michael Myers is kind of like a phantom, mm-hmm. whereas Rob Zombie's Michael Myers is a bull in a china shop. <laughs> yeah. You're not missing that that guy. Yeah. Or is it at least enter like I wouldn't say it's entertained, but like is this a like is this just a terrible movie or is uh, it I think it's a victim for me. And I agree with, with Bear Claw. I think it's just not a lot of fun you know what i mean like some of these it's very ugly yeah crass. right yeah. Yeah. yeah it's hard to recommend this to people even just for the the opening you know with what was his name ronnie and like yeah oh, god yeah. sitting through that i would not want that anybody so this is a victim for me yeah dan you're number 11 another one we kind of already covered so i won't uh i won't uh overextend it too too much but rob zombies halloween 2 a uh, couple things that i will uh add is that uh brad dorf is the best part of this yes, yes. yes. he is um, yeah where he finds annie yes yeah that was specifically great. i think yeah. anytime an actor can uh actually make you start to feel like you're cutting onions like they're doing their job, right? Yeah, uh, they're really capturing a, a really dramatic scene. So, I, that to me, his acting is wonderful. Um, I just bleak, ugly, hateful movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's really all else I am really gonna add to it. Um, you know what? You know what scene I really like? Oh, that. sorry. <clears throat> no, that's all right. Me. Go ahead. Um, just the ending. When I say bleak, like the ending mm-hmm. is just yeah, like. All right, Michael Myers is dead. Grifter Loomis is dead. Uh, Sheriff Lee Lee Brackett is a broken man. Yeah. Laurie Strode is in a mental institution with Sherry Moon zombies stuck in her head. Yeah. That sounds terrible. You know what? the new Michael Myers. I'm going to ask you a question that I heard somebody say Mm. uh, on another podcast, I think. Was this movie a complete dream? Like the ending, especially right where she's in the mental institution, she sees the white horse coming down. Oh, yeah, like saying, when did she is, get into that mental right, institution? Was it's it, very unclear. Somebody so had brought up all happening in her head. Yes, yeah, somebody had brought up the idea that at the end of the first movie, she shoots Michael Myers in the face and kills him, and then she herself ends up in a mental institution, and then. This is all projected in her head. You know, you know we were story. talking about dreams in this movie, because dreams are a big thing in this movie, and Dan and I, and we were sitting there, and we were trying to piece out, like, okay, Michael coming back is magic, but did Michael come back in the dream, or was it outside of the dream? And, like, because the or first the half... escape of, scene. Was the escape scene part of the dream, or was that... Yeah. Or was that like, happening in real life? And, yeah. there, and there's a little bit of a fuzzy line there, which kind of lends some credence to what you're talking about with maybe the whole thing is a dream, you know? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, that was a pretty traumatic situation she went through and you know i mean she did you know sh- pop him in the head at the end of it at right. the end of the first one so and that scream she had was blood curling 
You know, mm-hmm. like, so good. Yeah, and that so was great, good. but maybe that lent, I don't know. Just something to think about. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, with that perspective, it, it makes me appreciate the film a little bit more. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> For me, this is this is a, a victim just because, victim. like I said, it's just, it's so, like, this Michael Myers is hateful. Right. It's just, it's, it's just so, like... Logan was talking about how, like, you felt like you were being held hostage watching it. That's how I felt with this one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bearclaw. So... number 11. Number 11. uh, In the words of Freddie Harris, trick or treat, motherfucker. uh, (laughs) Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. Uh, This is is very much an article of its time. I remember this time. This was probably the only movie where I think I felt that that nostalgia twing. So that's why it's not uh, rock bottom of my list. Because it's objectively not a great movie. But it is coherent. You do understand what's being said. There are other themes in the movie. As you know... uh, trying to fake it to make it you know hey let's all just play along and we'll be famous and being famous is the number one goal and you know for those of us alive and who remember that time you know real world it was all about this is before youtube and and twitch celebrity the only way to be famous was to do that extreme kind of stuff jackass was big around this time this is all fear factor all this stuff 2002 i mean uh, you know just where we were in that time that's the end TV time. Of course, it makes perfect sense why Buster Rhymes would be in there <laughs> as nothing else other than a time capsule. And just the opposite of what you said about the Rob Zombie films, I'll say for Halloween Resurrection, in that it was fun. Yeah. And it wasn't canonically yes. accurate. It wasn't, <laughs> there, there wasn't a, a great deal of, of depth to it but it was fun and you know and for me that makes it a survivor because I I think that it's still worth watching (laughs) as a movie you know there's some it's kind of fun to see some of the actors and actresses that are in it and they're clearly kind of starting out and uh, and you see them come back in in some of the other stuff there's uh, one of the actresses is now on like the Mandalorian which is a pretty good show and uh, and she plays like the um the blonde uh, roommate there that uh, oh, yeah. yeah she she kind of goes on to do some other things uh, that, that's pretty awesome so it's an interesting movie for its time and its place and it's worth it's worth watching it's coherent it also has a kid from American Pie and Rookie yep. of the Year yep right? and Rookie of the Year it's got a Rookie of the Year in it too a yep. celebrity there <laughs> ah. oh alright Logan you're number 11 well we had to get into some time here comes Rob Zombie, Halloween 2. Uh, I mean, obviously, we talked about this. Like, everything you guys said, I have to agree with. Because it is, like, by far one of the most incoherent pieces of garbage I've ever sat through. Because wow. it is just completely... It is not... It's not incoherent. It's very it coherent. It's, you know, it you know what's funny? So, so me... Uh, Dan and Logan all have had Rob Zombies 2, right, in these things. We're waiting on Bear Claw. <laughs> oh, I gotta be honest with you. You got some time before you whoa, hit Rob Zombies whoa. Halloween 2 on my well, list. What I think is also interesting, a historical reference to all of this, is John Carpenter didn't want to do Halloween 2 originally, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Rob Zombie did not want to do Halloween that's too. That's correct. Yeah, that's uh, correct. But yeah, he was still going to do 3D. 
Well, he has talked about it for for a minute, but he had a big falling out with the Weinsteins and stuff. All I'm going to say is this movie is a hot piece of garbage that I just don't want to watch again. I think I'd be okay. Is there any redeeming qualities? No. Wow. <laughs> I think just nothing about it was... Not, even, not even the car tipping scene. That was kind of fun. What about when he goes after, like, the farm security? Like, just just that. Just when they're like, oh, we're going to go show this guy what's up. And he just... The only good... I would say the good scene is just the opening. Wow. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. everything else is just... I hate, I hate the fact that... Uh, He's walking around with half of a mask too. Yeah, or he's walking around without his mask yeah. on most of the time. Yeah, I, I don't think like it's, it's it's just it's a weird home. You know what scene I really like though that's not talked about is that scene where he goes to uh, Brad Dor- Dorf's house there, that out in the woods kind of, and yeah. there's like that big freaking tree there, and he had a cop stationed there, right? Yeah, and. All of a sudden, Michael Myers comes from behind this tree and kills the cop. Like, it was like, you know, speaking of your point, a big hulking monster. You couldn't see him. Like, you know, it was Mm kind of crazy. And actually, it's funny. Like, if I'm out at night (laughs) and, like, there's a big tree, I'm, like, kind of, you know, looking around. Like, okay. So, to me, that's one of the redeeming things for myself, Rob Zombie. No, it's, it's not. So, is this a victim? Yeah. All right. It's weird though, because I had I had season of the witch as a survivor, but like yeah, this is fallen. It's it's because I think season of the witch is just its own thing, right? Right. So like I wouldn't say it falls upon like it's kind of like I have the franchise and season of the witch is right there, but yes, I would say Halloween two is a victim. Well, to your point there, you give me a great lead in because my number ten movie on my list is Halloween three season of the witch. (laughs) Now this for me, where it is, is I actually like this movie. I think like there's some great things about this movie. I like the music, like the atmosphere. Oh yeah. We didn't even talk about the music. Yeah. The music is great. You know, it has a John Carpenter. Every movie has good music. I believe Dean Cundy also does the the cinematography in this, and it just has that John Carpenter feel to me, and I love it. But where I don't love it is it is not a Halloween movie, you know? So again, like, for me, if this was Season of the Witch and not Halloween 3... I would like it a lot better, I think, in theory, you know. You guys are just going to always hold it against it that it doesn't have Michael Myers <laughs> or any Dr. Loomis or any of the characters whatsoever right. from Halloween in it. Michael Myers <laughs> is Halloween. You can't have Michael You can't have Halloween without Michael Myers. You can't have Michael Myers without Halloween. Here here's my for fact though, there is a Halloween without a Michael Myers in it. here's my question for you he's there here's my question if they had decided to do this movie after halloween one 1978 different would have been we would have been dealing with an anthology series they would have never made it they would have made another michael myers movie maybe five or six years later i bet it would have been resurrections (laughs) no it would have killed it would have killed the entire thing if if they made this number two. Halloween 2 uh, wouldn't have even existed if Season of the Witch came out before it. I know. Well, you know, Dr. Chalice, I mean, the 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 mustache, Tom Atkins, it's just, I mean, some of it's just really amazing. 
the uh you know the scene at the end like logan said is just iconic to me it, and it's a callback i believe from invasion of the body snatchers from years ago so it's just that ending to me is awesome and i'm glad we don't find out what happened like the conclusion i like that you know because i had heard too that they had written a like I don't want to see that. Yeah, scenes where like kids were in front of the TV and stuff started happening. Yeah, oh, no. It's like, I let's just let that. our imaginations go. No. Yeah. So for me, this ranking, I'm going to give it actually a survivor, I think, because, you know, I can recommend it, but at the same time, you know, it just doesn't meet that, that higher upper echelon ranking. <laughs> All right, Dan, you're number 10. Another one, I'm just, I feel like I'm traveling in uh, Bear Claw's wake, wake over here. Okay. Uh, Halloween Resurrection. Uh, it's so bad, it's charming. Um, I'm not going to really <laughs> go into anything further than like what we've already kind of discussed. I wish that I was the say, tagline of the movie, so bad it's charming. <laughs> but, like, I will say that I think I'm going to share with you guys like my favorite scene in the entire Resurrection movie is... Michael Myers just is at the top of the stairs and he just he just haymakers this lady <laughs> with a knife and her head just gets locked clean off yeah. perfectly clean off and it just bounces down the stairs and lands perfectly in front of the rest of the contestants in the in the series like it was just to me that was the funniest most B horror movie thing I had ever seen and I was just like this is hilarious. Is that your stinker for <laughs> this specific one? Yeah, uh, and then I'll, I'll share a line, too. I mean, uh, you know, this house has fresh fennel in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think we can safely assume that the uh, Freddy and his crew, like, went shopping and decorated the house yes. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But just the... The, the idea. idea of Michael Myers, <laughs> like being either a culinary guru or grocery kitchen. shopping or at a farmer's market. Like, <laughs> I would love if he was at a farmer's market, just like and just like trying to feed the earth. <laughs> That's the movie that we needed instead of this one. I think. What's your What's your rating on this? What do you have? Um, like I said this earlier, like this one really, really wants to be a survivor. But it is a victim. Oh, okay. Uh, in my opinion, like it, it's it's polishing a turd. I think at that point, if I if I were to give it anything higher than a victim. <laughs> wow! Wow! All right, Bearclaw, you're number ten. I'm so I'm a little bit scared at this one because I think this is where I'm gonna separate from the pack a little bit. Oh and, God! And probably pretty significantly. Oh, no. So. Uh, this one is, uh, I'm going to say, is number 10 for me, and that's going to be Halloween 2, not Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Oh, the 1981. The 1981 Halloween 2 is oh, number 10. Wow. So much goes wrong in this movie. So much goes sideways. <laughs> so many things that you, you don't understand that are cut from the movie that are, you know, and, and again, back to that book, Taking Shape, I mean, you see kind of what the movie could have been, but just through the, the cutting and the script rewrites and the things that went through it. It's not very cohesive. 
the kills are are you know okay there's that one hot tub kill that's pretty good the hypodermic needle kill i i don't even know that i understood what was going on there when that happened i mean that's pretty grisly but I, I don't know, and uh, you I, know. I know we're an audio platform, but if you could see the shock on Lori Strode is basically right not in the film. She's in the okay, film for I, like twenty I, minutes. I agree with you on that point. A or lot. not even. I disagree yeah. with that. No, see, I don't like. I don't. And she's knocked out for some reason. Right, like, and right. you don't know why she's knocked out. She's sitting there. There's because this, she went through all the stuff in Halloween One. Well, yeah, yeah, but like, why she? For, the first thing she says when she gets to the hospital is, "Don't put me to sleep. Don't put me to sleep." And then. It jump shots to like a cut of, of her just like zoned out where they completely like me and i guess there was some stuff that was cut in between there but then you've got the introduction of characters that go nowhere like the the like the driver and like the Jimmy. news anchor those Jimmy. are flasher movies wow. characters that don't mean anything but it but a cheap way to get them killed. But like, and why does the power go out in the hospital? I mean, he and, cuts the power. He cuts the power. He cuts the power. But like, there, it, it, there's, it, it's, it doesn't communicate it to me. And I don't know. <laughs> I just got, I just got, I just thought this movie was. I, and you know what? This is where they introduce Laurie Strode as, as his sister, sister right? which tainted. You know, the taint of this movie goes through and, and and hurts a lot of the franchise just from the poor decisions and like. Why does she have to be his sister? What does that add to the movie? He could want to. He could want to kill her because she was the one that got away. Right. Like the only other victim that was a family member before that was his sister when he was six years old. Besides that, he killed all the other people uh, that that were just babysitters because it's supposed to be the babysitter murders right. in 1978. So a lot of this doesn't track, and there's no reason for her to be his sister and. It, it kind of puts a sting on, on everything else. And I honestly think this is a victim. I don't even think you really need to see this. I mean, uh, it's the first time he holds up somebody using, like, a scalpel as yeah, a murder weapon. shoes fall off. I, that was a cool and then, And then, you know, when Loomis <laughs> blows him up in the end and they and they blow up, like, that's cool. But, I mean, there's better in the series, if you look at the series overall. And I think a lot of the turns that were taken in this movie were to the detriment of the, the whole... Uh, Let's I, leave it at that. I, no, I mean, I agree, I agree with you on the sister aspect. Like, they should have made her his sister. But I think, you know, again, with a sequel, you're trying to have a, something a little bit different. And, and, you know, I get that idea, but I agree with you. Like, that took... Let's be honest. This was the start of it going down all the way yeah. to resurrection. You know, this mm. is... This is the steep decline. Halloween 4 was more of the steep decline. Wow. But I think this is a victim. I don't think it's even necessary viewing. I, I don't know. It just it seems like it seems like it took what was good about 1978. Even John Carpenter said he wrote this under the influence of several beers because he didn't <laughs> want to be part of this. I and, want what's ever in those beers because I was in. <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious I, what he uh, took to write Halloween three. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he took uh, something a little bit stronger than beer. Let's just say that. But yeah, that's that's my number ten, and it's oh, a victim. Wow, Halloween two, 1981. Wow, I think we're kind of speechless. All right, look, <laughs> I'm absolutely speechless. Uh, you're you're uh, <laughs> you're uh, you're uh, number ten on your list, so. <laughs> I can't even put into words. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. This isn't over. Mark my words. This isn't over. Uh, oh, he's out for blood now. <laughs> yes. He did. You, you done did it now. Halloween Resurrection is my number 10. Wow. Because this was... 
it's safe to say this is probably one of the worst movies that they have ever made in the Halloween franchise, but I still had fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't forced to watch, like, the Rob Zombie ones, or, like, I will say I didn't want to watch Season of the Witch. No. Because I knew Michael Myers wasn't in it. Okay. And that's what kept me out of the loop. Right. But I had a lot of fun with this movie. Buster Rhymes was absolutely hilarious in the star of this movie. The main protagonist, that girl, ruined the movie. Sarah? She ruined the movie. She was so boring. She was kind of forgettable. She She was was definitely forgettable. She was beige as it is. Like, she is so boring. You know what? What do you think about Michael Myers' mask in this movie? I thought it was okay. It was passable, yeah. I think it just, it was, it was, it was good enough. There's been worse. Yeah. There has been worse. Like Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Yeah, and I agree with you. Or Halloween 4. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Well, okay. five, five is worse, I think. Mm. Halloween four is terrible. Five is pretty elongated. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, man. The hair gets longer. The hair gets up more. It's the turkey neck of Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. you know what? I'll be honest. I'm kind of surprised that Resurrection made it like out of the top five, bottom three. Like no, like yeah, because it seems pretty high up <laughs> on on your list, but. The reason I say that is because I was entertained. Right. If I wasn't entertained, this would be in the bottom three. So what, what's your ranking on this? What are you going to I would say Survivor. Oh. I would say it's a it's a mediocre Survivor. Wow. It's, it's I would good. agree. I would agree with Logan. Oh. Well, we're on to number nine, and I'm kind of going to go with the same theme of my number ten. This one kind of piggybacks with this, and I'll tell you why. My number nine is Halloween Ends. Wow. Because I feel like Halloween Ends and Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, are both good movies. I actually really like Halloween Ends as a movie, but it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. It it feels separate from the universe of Halloween. Yeah. You know, it kind of... The multiverse of Michael. Right. It takes... it. Michael Myers is in this movie, but to me, it's not a Michael Myers movie. You know, this is yeah. more of a Corey Cunningham movie and, you know, kind of, uh, you know, a Haddonfield movie and, and things like that. But versus, so is Kills, technically. Well, <clears throat> I think Kills is... You're right. There is, there is elements of that in Kills, but Kills still has Michael Myers killing people throughout the movie. He you still know. does kill people in this movie. He does, but it's very like, I th- oh, it's almost shoehorned in, is how I yeah, felt. Yeah, I would say so. But it was a year. They made it within a year of Halloween. And Rose. I get that. And I agree. Like you had to show a listen. You had to show a weekend, Michael Myers. He's older. He's been beat to hell. <laughs> Should have been killed. I mean, it makes sense because burnt. he was so like unbeatable in kills. It, yeah. I think one of the flaws I see in Halloween Ends is they put again they put a rule set to Michael Myers' power like he's got to murder people to heal himself right. kind of thing and oh Corey can kind of do it too because he's got the evil and you know and evil change it you know uh, you know I've said goodbye to the boogeyman but the truth is evil doesn't die it just changes shape but no, it didn't really change shape in this movie so it kind of failed on on some of its fundamental promises. I'll save that. Uh- for my my take on Halloween ends when when we get to it, but um, I kind of agree with 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 Kevin on this. Um, 
like for criticism wise, like um, it completely feels like it's it's a separate movie in itself. Um, I had another train of thought and I lost it, but no, no. I mean, you're right though. Like it to me, right? Even the opening is different. Like, and it, it's done differently on purpose with. You know, the kid, the little kid dying scene, and even the opening credits, right? You have the blue kind of font that ties into Season of the Witch a little bit and kind of lets the viewer know that, like, hey, you know, this is a different movie, (laughs) you know? Yeah, Yeah. and it promised so much and it delivered so little. Well, so to me, but this this is the problem I have with this especially. It was the last movie of the trilogy. Yeah. You know, I could understand if this was the first movie, you know, and you're building off of this, yeah. you know, but to end on this and you kind of tease like Michael and Lori, you know, in, in their showdown, it just it felt a little all out of place to me. So I, I regained my thought. My biggest my two biggest criticisms of, of ends is um, I feel like the time jump hurts. Um what they did at the end of Kills. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It makes Karen's death completely meaningless. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't even really talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allison was completely nuked because of that. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so there's that. And then, damn it, I lost it again. <laughs> no, but like... But that, that is uh, my, my biggest... I, I just love how the, how the band kids are the bullies in this <laughs> Like that was the thing. Like, listen, I'm not, I'm not hating on band kids. I was one of them myself, but uh, not the group. I would say that is the uh, you Nowadays, know meanest, yeah. cruelest bullies. Yeah. It's no. the band kids. I would now? say, I would say it's the band kids. I feel like I'm like giving an tuba players must be. I feel like it's like it's still the football kids, but like they're now more like you know like they're not really like bullies as much as they're just like they're rowdy. Right. But like I would say the <laughs> school's changed a lot. <laughs> it's the smart kid. Because they use their intelligence against Oh, like, they look down on people. They look down on people, yeah. Dang. Things For an change. idiot like me, like <laughs> Oh my god. You, you know what? For me, Back to Halloween ends for a second. With all I can think about is band kids being bullies now. This, this has to be like a separate horror movie. But I'm gonna rate this a survivor. But to me, Halloween ends actually is a good movie. And what would have made it, in my opinion, awesome, where I could have given it the killer ranking, is at the end if they panned over to Corey's body, and Corey's body wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Or like I, I know like Michael kind of broke his neck there. If they didn't do that whole scene where he broke his neck and maybe I thought he they just... didn't do that. Because I don't remember that at all. And then I rewatched it and I was like, wow. So I was like, because my whole theory was that Corey was gonna come back, but they were just Yeah, like, yes, they did it. Back. They did it on purpose, I think, when they had Michael Myers break his neck to be like, We're not going that way. But I wish this movie had the balls to be like, Yes, we're we going are. that way. That was no. the other that was yeah. my other criticism that I thinking of but yeah like i wish they went all the way with Corey on that how sick would this movie have been if it would have easily been my top you know like yeah. let's say the whole movie happened like they didn't do the michael myers breaking his neck they just had him take the mask off and then they had michael you know go you know everything happens the same turns to cat food and then all of a sudden you know you credits roll post credit scene sits up in the hallway 
and then just looks over, gets yeah. a look, and then boom. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I mean, that would have been, that could have even easily been, you know, one or two on my list if they did that. But yeah. I don't know. Well, regardless, we're we're not in charge of the uh <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the we are. Push the button. All right, Dan, you're number nine. All right, well, my number nine, I've, I've prepared a speech for this. Oh, um, no. Oh, my, God. My Abraham <laughs> Lincoln just, uh... My number nine coming in at number nine. Halloween 6, Michael Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite Greek tragedy of the series. Like all Greek tragedies, it involves busting in a family member and revenge. <laughs> There's also stuff about Paul Rudd and runes, but this is really all about Michael's revenge against Thorne, Colt taking away his uh, Riz game. By making him a pedo. Dang. Like, all the man was trying to do was get some strange the entire time. It's a classic Greek tragedy. Wow. You know what? That was beautiful. I didn't Thank take you. you for a thespian, but... Oh, my God. God. I just don't know how six made it that high on your list. I just don't know. Oh, wait till you what get to my happens? list. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. You know what? You, you did bring up kind of like... That was perfect. I don't know, kind of the forgotten plot of Halloween Six. It's very, it's very depraved. Of there was a plot. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I like to go into this. <laughs> Wait a minute, something happened about the plot. There was three or four yeah, plots. Yeah. Very jarring. The plots very jarring. They weren't really plots. They were like things that. I mean, yeah, it does. It's ha- Oedipus. Yeah. They they <laughs> happen. He has sex with his niece, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep, and she has a baby. Yep. And he's pissed about it. That's why he's so angry. And then he's supposed to kill this baby. You know, usually, like... And he doesn't... He doesn't but, he, but he has to kill that baby to end his timeline so that he can start Danny's timeline by Danny killing his mother because that's part of what the cult is looking to do because there needs to be a thorn. Okay, well, the Let's get the diagram the out here. Yeah, I was going to say. Get the family tree. All of his actions, though. This is all... Of- the Colts doing Michael is a helpless bystander in all of this. He He's like no, a right hand man. It, but they're trying to control the rune of Thorn because if if there isn't a family, or at least this is their because like why is the cult doing anything that they're doing? And this is the problem is without like reading a lot about it in books and things, I couldn't have figured this out. But like the 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 cult, the cult is trying to uh, pass on this rune of Thorn because um, it needs to lie on some family's head, and, and the Myers is going to end once he kills his progeny which they forced him to have for reasons question mark and then that are unexplained and then they they kill so that'll end that bloodline but it needs to begin again at danny's bloodline but loomis is still going to watch over michael but uh but wouldn't danny then be the new michael but loomis wasn't supposed to watch over him (laughs) this is where you get into this ball of yarn that is six Listen, this is making me sad because this is one of my favorites, but I cannot think of what the actual plot is. I just, I just have to watch it. I will say, it was, for me, it was my first movie, my Halloween movie, seeing in theaters. Wow. Uh, wow. All the way back in 95. So for me, it, originally, going my without doing the watch through, it was in my, my top five wow. area. But having done the watch through... And really, like, watching everything and, like, comparing them all, like, I can't in good, good 
conscience put that in my top five. <laughs> so what's your rating on this one? Um, that one for me is uh, what was it? Survivor. The mid tier. Yeah, it's yeah. mid tier. Just because it has a nostalgia for me. Right. First movie I saw. I I do enjoy uh, Michael, his intensity and his aggressive like walking. His his gait is really really intimidating. Right. Um. Uh. Well, there was something else. Oh. Just the whole like married with children vibe with that that movie like that kind of um like old school like early to mid nineties kind of conservative rail on PC culture kind of <laughs> comedy like the married with children right like, it, like they have the disc jockey guy the disgruntled father right like it just. And then to watch him get, like, brutally murdered is the best part. That is yeah. true. That is true. I mean, I don't know. I, uh, it is also one of, it is actually my, the first Halloween movie I saw. So, and maybe the first horror movie I saw, but I didn't go to the theaters. I rented it and I couldn't sleep for like six weeks after it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it does have a nostalgia thing for me as well. All right. Bear Claw, you're number nine. Number nine comes in at Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. What in the world? That's a hot take. Let me tell you. I have seen this movie. It's coming. coming. I have seen this movie three or four different times. It's still difficult for me to remember what it's about because it was kind of boring. Uh, and, and, and I didn't find this movie that action packed. There was a lot going on. There was just kind of a switch up of characters. Now we're concerned about Michael Myers niece. Why not his, you know, Laurie Strode's second cousins, uncles, brother, sister. This comes right after season of the witch. Uh, honestly. And again, this kind of goes to where I see the, 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 pro- the problem being Halloween two in this part of the series and this right. tangent that we're going off of. And this is just kind of a continuation. Uh, well, not even really a continuation because they kill off Laurie Strode right away because they couldn't get the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis because her acting career was getting too big at this point. So they couldn't get So they killed off Laurie Strode and they replaced her with uh, with her niece or her daughter, who is Michael Myers niece, right. who is somehow psychically connected to him. For some reason, and then you know, just the movie's pacing is not great, uh, and and I can't really and like yes, Jamie kills the mother at the end, which I think is a cool thing, but they totally undo that in five. So I mean, that doesn't last very long. But like the psychic connection and him getting blown away by the cops, it just seems like they didn't take any risks with four, and it was just kind of a boring movie because of it. And that's kind of why number four for me is a victim as well. I don't know that there's a lot of a lot of use in seeing it, to be honest with you. And you know, and, and I found I found a lot of the characters to be a little vanilla. So, do you think it's because this this is more like a straight up slap balls to the wall slasher type of movie, and you're looking for 
a little bit more <laughs> substance. I'm looking for something that's fun, at least entertaining. Like I said, the one thing that, that kills me the most about this is I watched it at your house, I watched it myself, and then I had to go back and read notes again on it today because I completely, it's forgettable it's to me. It's forgettable. Wow. Uh, number four, just, I like, forget it. And it's hard for me to even remember what it's about. Like, five for all of its goofiness and all of the weird things in it, at least it was rememberable. <laughs> I know. I can't believe that Halloween four is is lower on your ranking than and Rob Zombie and Halloween and five. five. Wow. Yeah. You're going you against know, I, I I see what you're saying when you say it's forgettable. Yeah. Like there are like things like it doesn't there's things about five that stick out like a sore thumb. There's yeah. things about six that stick out like a sore thumb. Um I don't know. Like I I, I tend to disagree with you on everything else. But I, I do think that it is a fairly forgettable movie. But I think because it's, in my opinion, I don't think it really takes many risks. You're right. It is. I, I agree with that. It's a straight ahead. It's a safe move. Right. But they were bringing Michael Myers back to the big screen. So to me, it's like they knew what they wanted to accomplish. And you know what? I will actually disagree with you. They do take a risk, and it's at the end of the movie. That's true. Oh yeah, where they where they take Jamie and and, and yes. she gets transferred, and they should have ran with that. Ran they should have just right. leaned into that. But 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 take away that part of the movie, and and given that is a good part, and I will say that that is one of the good things about it. But take away that part, that twist, kind of at the end, and w what's the and I didn't even find Michael Myers particularly creepy on this. I mean, there's there's a couple of cool like uh, kills, like the, the like the Bucky guy getting thrown on the transformer. <laughs> not Bucky, not, not Bucky. And then the roof chase scene was pretty good, where like yeah. that that's pretty I, like that's pretty yeah, like intense. Right, that's like right, an action. Right. That I remember those two. But I mean, you know, and 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 Doctor Loomis magically has is back from being blown up and has like some minor facial scars, even though he incinerated himself and. <laughs> degree oven okay we're just gonna <laughs> roll past it but you know my line from this movie is maybe nobody knows how to stop him but i'm gonna try from right. dr loomis right. which you know and again just a very vanilla experience so for that reason it's a victim Jeez. well logan save us what's what's <laughs> what's your number nine well i'm out of the neck of the woods because i'm looking at my list and i realized that halloween nine has kind of ended where the movies have kind of like gone down to where like like 9 through 13 are terrible movies like I do not want to sit through them but 8 and up like I can continue on right so that's why I've chosen Rob Zombie's Halloween the original Halloween okay as, as number, number 9 okay because I think it it survived not being in the worst movies because I think it was a cool idea mm -hmm. at the time now Granted, going into it, knowing Rob Zombie was there to mess around with Halloween in its entirety, I knew there was going to be some, like, fuckery and there was going to be something wrong with it. But, <laughs> like, this movie was still good. Like, I still, like, it was brutal. Right. It was, it was, like, it was gruesome and it was overall, like, a bleh, like, of, like, things that happened. But it was still, like... It was just like it was a whole new experience of like this whole new Michael Myers because we're so used to this Michael Myers of just like relentlessly like killing people like that are kind of like 
like, you know, teenagers and stuff like that. And this movie, Michael Myers is just like, screw that. I'm just going to kill everyone in the worst way possible. Right. And I think given the fact that he is like, what, six foot five in this one, <laughs> besides like in the original when he was like five ten, six two, like it's just it's just it's a like you said it's a monster movie yeah i mean i think they take like michael myers in halloween and it's like bringing into rob zombie's world you know yeah his his lonely playground it's his own world and he's just living in it because i don't want to live in this movie (laughs) i just want to be done with this movie so that's why i'm giving it the victim let's Uh, let's get through with it dang well I don't have anything else to add on that. Movie. I think we're all kind of. <laughs> no, I, I, Rob Zombie to me has some, in the context of Halloween, Rob Zombie has some very redeeming qualities that are, that, I, that I think we're going to explore later in my list. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Number eight for me is Halloween Kills. And. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's low. This, uh, this That is very, very low. You know, kind of for some of the reasons we were talking in ends, Kills to me feels like two stories going on at the same time. We have Michael's story and we have the town's story. Yes. And, you know, it, to me, like I would, it was like I was promised at first this was going to be balls to wall Michael Myers, you know, and it is. At times it is. It, it has, was. It has some great kills. The opening with the firefighters. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, come that on. Was firefighter so is good. like one of the yeah, coolest it's scenes. One of the coolest scenes. I agree. Uh oh. <laughs> Dan doesn't agree. Jacob Bush is late. Yeah, I was going to say. No, but like, it, but, you know, and, but there's, there's parts of it to me that, you know, again, with the with the hospital and the townspeople, it's just, you know, you're trying to kind of create this different kind of social, you know, movie that is not a Halloween movie. Again, like you're... But but that it but the, is. but it is yeah it's, it's like a psychological thriller. It turns into a thriller because now it is because in the original Halloween movie, Halloween one, they don't know of Michael Myers. They just like no one knows of him, and he's kind of this shape that kind of takes over. But in the second one, like that, they don't go into. He's just this guy that's going after all these people, and then 2018, he goes on a rampage and completely tears up the town right. in that one, and then it kills. He brings it to a whole new level, and it's great. And and mob violence is a tradition in Halloween. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Mob violence. Is, so, so you know, the fact that it kills, you know, do they take it a little overboard in kills? Yes. yes. But it is, you know, like one of the one of my favorite lines is when the when the sheriffs, I forget which Halloween this is, it says, oh, well, we got to watch out. The beer bellies are out tonight. With, we were talking about the guys going to hunt him down and right. they, they ended up killing. Uh, yeah, that was Halloween 4. Where they Halloween 4. Killed Ted I, Hollister in the bushes. They killed, killed Ted Hollister in the bushes but the beer bellies are out and like that's kind of what like Tommy and the rest of the mob are they're untrained armed individuals so to your point like I I, I hear what you're saying but for me this mob mentality takes over too much of the movie yeah it becomes too much of you know this movie is on the mob mentality and not you know Michael Myers and what's going on and but it's like how Michael Myers is affecting. Yeah, it's affecting the And town. if you think about like a small Midwestern town, close-knit, everybody knows each other. Like, 
if I'm Michael Myers, I feel like in real life, Halloween Kills is is pretty close because I feel like there would be some mobs organized relatively quickly to hunt down somebody who's I, like blatantly killing people. You know what? Community. And I, I I see what you're saying, and I think that's a good point. But like, I think you can show that sprinkled into this movie where like uh-huh. the you know Michael Myers is kind of creating this fear and the mob mentality throughout the town. You can sprinkle it in. But what they do is they do the reverse. They sprinkle in the Michael Myers stuff and yeah. they focus on the mob mentality. For me, that's what I that's what I think. And it again, why it's lower on my list is because of that. I do like the kills. You know, I love the scene where he kills that guy in front of his wife and she's still breathing or girlfriend and he's like uh-huh. it's like he's picking out the knives right and he's looking it's almost like he's making art yeah. on the guy and like I that was uh. like a great scene and I love the scene with uh and like they're just like a couple that, like that's what makes Michael Myers so tower so terrifying is they're just doing their normal thing right. even in, in kill is, is that kills right. or is that ends uh, is kills no you're right Logan it's in kills so like the big John little John I mean you've got like that that's what is also very fundamentally frightening about Michael Myers is his intrusion on domestic situations right. and that's what and you know him just being that either that third person just watching or him just coming in and just laying waste to the situation and that's what I think kills does that very effectively you know right i agree with you and again i want to see more of that give me more of that you know and give me more like suspense and stalking scenes like the scene where he's chasing Lindsay in the park mm-hmm. give me more of that that was like, so good like that's yeah. cool that that's what i want to awesome. see you know so yeah. you had I, that i think for me it just it uh you know i think that's where i fall you know with this movie i will say I think is this is a mid tier for me. I'm gonna go Survivor on this. All right, Dan. Number My eight. number eight is Halloween Kills. Wow! Wow! Basically, for the same here. reasons wow. you kind of stated already. Um, I I was I, wondering why you were so quiet. Exactly. <laughs> it's, just gonna, it's just gonna come to me next anyway, so might as well hold my thought, think some more while listen to everybody's. Uh, justifications and whatnot but um i i think this is to going back to like michael myers the phantom versus michael myers the bull in the china shop Mm -hmm. he's clearly the bull in the china shop in this one i prefer the phantom the stalking the menacing um the opening scene is pretty awesome like i originally like really really dug it but, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's so unrealistic. This old man just housed six in-shape firefighters. Like, right? no. With that, with a blown-off hand and all of his other previous wound. Like, Michael and then the mob, the mob beats the crap out of him. Like, all the while, like, Laurie Strode and, uh, is, it, is it Brackett? In this one, what's what's his name? Oh, Hawkins. 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 Yeah, Hawkins. Are in the hospital talking yeah. about how he's how he's just a man, right? And while all of this stuff is being inflicted right. upon him. No, he's not talking about how he's a man. He's talking about how he's like he doesn't care about Lori. He's just a like he is a embodiment of evil, and that he's kind of just controlled this town for so many years based off fear. I'll, I remember him saying that, but I'll be honest, I didn't remember much about what they were talking, like, again, forgettable scenes, like, you know, 
And Michael wasn't related to Laurie and and Kills, right? In 2018, they they said, oh, that was just a room. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. The sister. Because I like that because the entire movie was planted around with Laurie and Karen was Karen was so like crazy around this idea that he was going to come to the hospital and kill her because that's what happened in Halloween 2. They were trying to bring that into the fans like, okay, Michael's going to come in. They're going to have that epic showdown. And it didn't happen because Hawkins literally brought it up to her. He doesn't care about her. Mm-hmm. He is just so consumed over this overall. Over like, going to his house and staring out his window. Yeah. Because he just wants. That's a good point. <laughs> What's the purpose? Because exactly. he wants peace and quiet. Oh, yeah. He's he like, has a whole. <laughs> he's an old man. He has a <laughs> mental disability in the entire thing. And Maybe I think right. that's the thing they're going off of is yeah. because Michael Myers has remained quiet for a while, Maybe right? right? Maybe he, he doesn't want to hear himself. He just wants the quiet. Wow. He wants to stare at himself in the mirror. He can see <laughs> reflection. He's, he's looking into town. himself. He's, he's not, looking yeah. into himself, yeah. It's well, like a, I'm glad you agree with me on the ranking. Wait. Our first uh, our first like uh, lineup uh-huh. where like, we have some crossover in our rankings. What uh? What do you give it for your final ranking? What do you got? Survivor, uh, or you think it's a victim? Oh no, it's a survivor. Yeah, it's this is this is we're in survivor Terry from here on out. I don't have any. I don't have any victims from here on out. Wow, I got victims. Wow, you still have victims? Huh? I got victims. Oh yeah. All right, yeah. Claw. All right, number eight. Number eight is gonna be Halloween five. So, <laughs> Halloween five. I'll be honest. We all thought this was going to be number one on your list. We talked no, about it. it's not number one, and it doesn't deserve to be number one. But it deserves Thank to be God. number eight. Yes. You know, it's not. Listen, is it uh, is it the greatest Halloween film? No, you know, it's not. It, it, it's. It's not the greatest Halloween film, but it, it's the number eight Halloween film. And it's it's for what it is, it's okay. You know, there's some bad parts to it. We've gone over those. But there's also Garden Fork to the Head. There's also Pitchfork in the Barn. You're right. There's also the Laundry Shoot Chase. There's also uh, the the unexpected killing of the boring heroine from the first movie. See, you liked that. I liked that because I thought she was white bread and she didn't even fight that good. Like, even Laurie Strode was, like, coming up with improvised weapons in the first one and all kinds of things like that. She just kind of ran away well and ran over him with a truck at one point. Yeah, she was boring. She was. She was kind of... So she needed to go in the first place. I, I liked how, you know, <laughs> there were some funny parts. The cookie one part was uh, was great cookie woman and you know cookie woman and you know making them psychically linked and and loomis using the little girl to try and find michael kind of you know i mean messed up it's messed up but it's like loomis is like really going towards like the end of his rope and and you know and, and and you know one other thing I want to say, and this goes back to my ranking of two. Notice how every other sequel to to Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2, totally what goes over and negates Halloween 2 or, like, pretends like it didn't happen. Like, there was no Laurie Strode in the hospital or anything like that in any of those because they, they cut it out because it was so so bad and misaligned. No, I think they cut it out because it's the only way that they can justify keep going. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, they don't want you to focus in on... Well, and what I said 
say blowing <laughs> up uh, on everybody blowing up yeah. in there. And Loomis, of course, this movie didn't have uh, plastic surgery, so two is completely forgotten uh, or by the by the, by this movie because Loomis doesn't even have scars that remind you that he was once engulfed in the flames. <laughs> uh, so so his scars have left by this movie. So that that's kind of why I'm bringing it back. And you know they tried to do something different. They tried to humanize Michael. I'd see that broadly as a mistake, but. That's why this isn't number one. That's why this is number eight, and that's and I put it as a survivor. Believe it or not, wow. I think it's it's it takes things in interesting directions, and uh, you know I, I don't know. It's kind of a, a victim slash survivor because if you haven't seen four, five's not going to make a ton of sense. But honestly, even if you have seen four, five still isn't going to make a ton of sense. So <laughs> you know, survivor. <laughs> that's a fair point. All right, Logan, number eight. So, I was looking at my list, and I did a little bit of a mix-up, but I'm going to run with it, because oh. I think I can make a point to to make this mix-up feel like it makes sense. Right. So, my number eight is Halloween Ends. Okay. So, the reason I say Halloween Ends is the worst one is because the best part of Halloween Kills and the 2018 Halloween is the character development of Laurie Strode and her granddaughter, Allison. Mm -hmm. Because in the first one, right, Allison and Lori are kind of have this distancy relationship going on, where Lori really isn't in the picture as much until the end of the movie where Allison and them all work together to stop Michael Myers, right? Mm -hmm. The second one, Allison is completely thrown into the wind because of her father's killing and all this other stuff going on. So she goes to hunt for the man, Goes to hunt for the monster while Lori Strode is kind of tied up in bed. Mm-hmm. And Allison becomes this kind of badass character. You're saying in kills. In kills. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the time jump. And mm-hmm. she becomes a regular person again. In she ends. does nothing in ends. She does absolutely nothing in ends that means nothing of anything. Because well, her whole thing in the entire kills movie was that she was so pissed off at Michael. Right. And then she just forgets that because four years have passed. And I think you're right. Like, and we almost touched on this before where it's like Allison and Lori and ends. It's like almost like nothing had happened. Like they're trying to yeah. get on with a normal life. And I get that idea, but it's only a year later, right? Or four, four years, years later. later. Okay. Well, still four years later. Is it not doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because they didn't kill Michael Myers off. Right. Where is he? He's just in the sewers hanging out. And they don't cool know that. where he is. And why doesn't that make Allison mad? You're right. He literally ghosted them after she ki- he killed her mother. The You're one right. person and she father. was... And father. And father, You're but right. it was mostly the mother. Like, And she was right outside. She was right outside. You know what? I, you know, thinking about ends, the, the, one of the things I liked about ends was like that like brief kind of montage scene where they had like different killings and stuff happening in town and they were like oh is it him like no this wouldn't be him like he doesn't use a gun or whatever like that i think idea is cool but then like all of a sudden we're dropped into normal everyday laurie strode and allison that just 
Like it's not Lori Strode. It's not Lori Strode. It's like a whole new version of it's Jamie Lee Curtis Lori Strode, yeah. where she is playing herself. Jamie I love the scene when she's taking part the pumpkin and she's like, "You gotta ask this guy out," and she's like, "You gotta grab life by the by the tits and just say, take me." Yeah, <laughs> and it's just it's like, like one of the more cringier moments. It's like dialogue okay. is not the best. And I think Corey was a okay character. Yeah, I think him bringing into this whole evilness, like kind of he's had enough, mm-hmm. is a cool idea. But like. Him kind of taking over from Michael while Michael's kind of just succumbing to his injuries is kind of a poor way to go at it. it including, because you said it yourself, this is the last movie of a great, like, the last two movies right. were very good. And then they kind of just went into this whole other ballpark of movies that it becomes, like, its own kind of movie. Yeah. I mean, I just think, like, again, if you're going to do this sort of movie, do it at the beginning and, like... You know, finish yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah. I think just it was also bad because, you know, I didn't like how they kind of killed off Michael Myers. I didn't think Michael Myers was going to, you know. And then trying to make it seem like Laurie Strode is going to be the next Michael Myers. Like, that would be such a. Uh, that would I don't be... think they really did that, but I think they kind of just, like, hinted at it. But yeah. I think they hinted at it. It's just weird. I hope they don't do it because that would be so. Nah, they're not know. going to. Jamie Lee's done. But I will say. Halloween Ends is not a victim, it is a survivor, but it is, like, it's, it's just, it's there. Yeah. Well, that was our Halloween movie series ranking from 13 to 8. I knew this was going to be quite an action-packed episode, so we're actually going to split this into two parts. So, back into the padded room with you, and come back for Part two of the Mouths of Madness Halloween movie series ranking. Mm-hmm.